Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? We are stoked today. Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, where we talk about the medical benefits of cannabis. My name is Jack Stone, and I'm here with Ryan Chavez. We have some fire topics for you today. Yeah. What are we talking about, man? Fire, fire, fire. We are talking about not burning through your stash. How it's about like the that? Opposite. <laughs> not fire. It's the opposite. It is it is not fire. It is yeah, no, it's uh yeah, we're talking about uh uh cannabis and tolerance and keeping your tolerance low and why you should keep your tolerance low and how to do it and by doing that you will absolutely mm-hmm. not burn through your stash. What do you think about that, Jack? Uh, dude, it's very welcome back, yeah. buddy. Oh yeah, um, very important. <laughs> I think because it is something that we all need to do. Take a little tolerance break because when you start smoking, as you smoke, just like anything, you build that tolerance. You have to need more more weed to get to where you need yep. to go. So it's always good to just stop. Maybe take a month off, take a week off, two weeks, whatever you need to take off, but just. Ooh. Take it off and just yeah, you don't need all that you know THC all the time. So take it off. Oh, yeah, take it off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I I, uh, I I think this is uh this is a good one for our our crowd that is very experienced with mm-hmm. cannabis and that has used it for years, right? And and just maybe has gotten to that point. And you know, there's a lot of people that will use it, and they get to that point where they're just like, oh, I just. I got to, it didn't do anything for me anymore. I just got burnt out and like, it, I just didn't do anything, it, you know, couldn't, couldn't use it anymore. Right. And they can't really envision themselves going back to using it because all they can think about is how it's going to just, you know, eventually very quickly not be effective for them anymore. So I think it's really important that we have this conversation because the more people that are going to be using cannabis moving forward in the future, the more we're going to be having a situation like this where we got to be tempering our use in order to make sure that we keep the plant effective and sustainably effective, right? So um, that's that's why this topic, I, I would say for me, is pretty important. Uh, I also think, you know, it's important that people use cannabis and, and they continue to use it and it's helpful for them. I think it's also important that people know that you don't have to spend an arm and a leg for cannabis to be effective. And I think that's the other thing is that once you start using more cannabis, like you do get to this point where you could be using three, four, five grams a day, right? Six, seven, eight grams a day. And, and I, I don't know, there may be someone listening out there. It's like, oh, pff, that's nothing, right? And, and I'm sure there are, but like I can get to that point too where I'm using that much. And I've, I've used several hundred milligrams of THC at once and not a lot, but I've done that and I've still been absolutely okay. And I know that's because my tolerance is a little higher but guess what happens afterwards? You can't get high worth shit. <laughs> you can't. And all that means is it's not effective anymore. So it's not like we're talking about like only, oh, I can't get like psychoactively impaired. I can't mm-hmm. like, you know, be goofy. It's not what we're talking about. We're talking about being able to take a little bit of THC and allowing that to give you a massive amount of relief, right? Because the, when that happens, that is when cannabis is beautiful and it's magical and it, it is this plant that everyone respects, right? If you're using it, a ton of it, if you're just using, you know, gram after gram and you're not getting the effect, 
you don't respect the plant anymore and you're not going to use it in a way that is respectful and you're going to waste it and it's going to cost you a ton of money. Yep. Um, so, you know, the, the plant is very, very forgiving. Uh, this is what we know. And um, it's, it's very forgiving and, and it's a, there's, a, there's a very easy, easy bounce back. So we do know that if you overindulge, it's just going to get really boring. It's a very forgiving plant. You're not going to die. It's nothing like that. It's just a, you're going to it's going to be very boring at the very least or at the very most, I should say, you will have cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome, right? <laughs> which is which is what we talked about, what, last episode or two episodes ago, I think. And um, and that's just not a fun one because like that's where you're just getting sick all the time. And cannabis is doing the complete opposite of what it's always done for you in the past. So. You know, we want our, our, you know, Jack, we want our receptors to stay sensitized. We want our endocannabinoid system to stay primed. And, and what happens is when we use a lot of, of cannabis, right, when you use a ton of high THC cannabis, your receptors just get drowned out. They just get, like, drenched. And, and no longer are they able to really respond as sharply as they were responding when you first had cannabis the first mm. time or the first few times, right? Right. So, so they're just like overwhelmed and drenched, and they're just not going to have that 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 punch isn't going to be there because you're already high all the time, and so the difference that you're going to feel is going to be very small. So you're not going to feel any more relief, right? What really the benefit of cannabis is when you're sober, and then you're completely in a non psychoactive state, and then you utilize cannabis. And then you get a very, very quick relief because of that. It changes your perception on whether it's pain, whether it's 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 a mood. It changes your perception very rapidly, so you're able to make a very a much quicker change. So, it's really important that we allow cannabis to stay effective in our use, right? And I think that is kind of like like the whole point of this episode is is what can we do to make cannabis be more effective and stay more effective because i know a lot of people are using it it's summertime and you know we got to make sure that everyone's continuing to feel good absolutely those are my thoughts i think jack i think it's an important episode because the moment we start thinking that cannabis has that ability to no longer be effective anymore then we'll stop using it as the tool and that that it can be and we'll just kind of move on to something that we think is stronger and and th- then I guess it kind of like in that case would become like a gateway drug, right? Like, I don't know. Or we go back to alcohol or something, right? Because alcohol works every time. And it's like we don't want – we want to think of cannabis as uh, – as we want to be using it as a, in, a, in a sustainable way so it always stays effective. Right. So we, we have a list here of a few different ways that you can keep your endocannabinoid system effective and prime. So I'm going to go through you know a few of those things here. Um, Jack, anything else I missed before I get started? I know you, you said a little bit before, but I just want to make sure I had a little monologue there. Make sure I didn't miss anything. We already said tolerance. We're going to make sure that people, you know, these tips are, they're good tips and it's good stuff, guys. It was, yeah. Tolerance. We got to be on top <laughs> of it. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I got, sorry. I'm, yeah, so- I'm eating these gummies. I have. Oh, oh, I was, I'm like, wait, did I just, I catch you in the middle, sorry, I didn't mean to no, do that. No, no, it's okay, we just, but you know what, gummies, guys. and is that a high THC gummy, Jack, or is that a nice balance gummy? Oh, it's nice balance one, these are those matter gummies that I, uh, I mean, oh, orange yeah. ones, really That's tasty. Right. Those are nice. Yeah, they make you those feel good. Nice. Sorry, yeah. So, so that, that's a good, that's a good point, mm-hmm. so let's start there. Delivery methods, right? What are you using? Are you using 
a tincture? Are you using an edible? Are you vaping? Are you smoking? Are you dabbing? Right? So, like, the way that you ingest your the delivery method that you decide to, you know, utilize is going to also affect how you feel. So we know that an edible feeling is much different than than a vape vaporizing feeling or a smoke feeling or, or you know, anything else. So what what could be the case is maybe an edible, you know, for some people, it feels a lot stronger mm-hmm. for them. Other people, I mean, I, I actually find that if I'm just using edibles and then all of a sudden I start vaporizing right away, um, I feel more of an effect i think because of that initial onset is faster and so i just notice it more i think that's kind of what it is whereas an edible is more like a gradual thing for me so i so i feel like the relief is faster and it is that's the whole point of smoking but i feel like for me it's a little bit stronger but that's not the case for everybody because a lot of people will tell you an edible gives them a way harder punch than smoking if i if i want quick relief i always go to smoking though um, that's quick relief. If I want ongoing relief without breakthrough, I, I throw an edible in there as well. But I, I think your delivery method is, is going to be big. So I, I find if I only use edibles and then I switch to smoking or vaping, I feel that a lot more than the other way around. So I, if I'm only smoking or vaping and then I go to edibles, I won't feel the edibles much. That's what I find. But that's why you got to know what works for you, right? So um, the other thing about those is, you know, smoking, I think, is what, 25% bioavailability of the THC, whereas vaping is like 80%. And I think uh, I think edibles are really low. It's like 10, 20% as well, right? Tincture's a little bit higher, right? You're looking at like somewhere in between know, 30 I've had and some, I think 60% I've bioavailability. I've had some pretty strong edibles, man. The THC. Well, they well that's when they get converted, right? They kick pretty hard once they get converted into, what, the hydroxy-11 or, or something like that. It's... um. That's where they you start to feel that punch, um, but w- what I'm thinking is like you know you take, I mean if you take a, a vaporizer hit mm. of a CO2 cartridge and a hit of a joint a pre roll, you're gonna get a lot higher off that CO2 cartridge because that's that five second or oh, four, yeah. three to five second inhale of the CO2 cartridge is hyper concentrated like opposed right to, to your brain. like a, a joint which. Exactly, and and it's and it's only twenty seven, twenty five, thirty percent bioavailable, mm. right? The smoking, opposed to the vaporizing. So, are you, that's how much is is actually consumed because the rest of it is you know is is uh, combusted and smoking. Ah, so it's like it's um, it's a big it, yeah. It's it's a big it's a, it can be a big difference in that respect too, and how your body responds. But I, I do find, you know, those are for short-term switches, maybe switching up your terpene or your strains. That also is another way people keep their tolerance low. I do find that, that keeping a more primed endocannabinoid system is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and that mainly includes, like, food and, and mm. diet is what I find. And, and, and exercise. What kind right? of foods? So these are, like, it's all stuff that your doctor has told you in the past and your, your, your family and your doctor has told you in the past to eat. It's no different, right? But... Um, the big one, the, there's a few foods that we want to, foods that we want to be looking at. So the first one is, I'd say the big one, it seems to be is that I've always read is omega three. So we want to have a good one. Yep. Yep. So omega threes, we, we don't want too much of the omega sixes. That's what's very high in the American diet, right? The, the fatty foods, it's all the crap that I ate yesterday when I was, what is lake. it? But like, like, give me some examples. Fat, omega, would like you have foods like, Oh, the jalapeno Ooh. poppers. They're all 
they were really good, but like they were fried, and it was like all omega six, right? And I didn't have any that fish really good. earlier in the day. Mm, poppers. I know. I had some lapster the Ooh, day before. So that's got a lot of omega threes. I know. I got some at least. I think. Yeah. So it's it's the omega threes. Um, they actually uh, the omega six. If you do too much omega six, it'll downregulate your endocannabinoid system. And it'll cause the inflammation. So it actually will disrupt any type of endocannabinoid or endocannabinoid system priming that you're trying to yep. accomplish. Omega-6 and fatty foods will disrupt that. So, yeah. Tastes good, but um, not great for the endocannabinoid system. Fried <laughs> foods. French fries, exactly. poppers. Delicious. But right. not the best for that, you. You know that. Everybody Absolutely knows that. delicious. Oh, my God. Mm. We know it's bad for us. I'm not going to say they're not. They don't yeah. make you feel good. I'm not going to say they won't make you feel good because they do. They do, and I and I. That's why I continue to eat them every day. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like you know, like it, it's it's it's. Uh, you know, I I would prefer if I can to not have them around the house. So I actually really try to trick myself into eating not eating omega six. Yeah. So like, I'll get potato chips that are like paleo mm. potato chips. I don't always do that, but like when I can, I do. They're, so, they're good. You know. They're pricey, man. Some of them potato chips. You ever they, get those like sour, no. uh, sweet, sweet potato potato chips and like those? Those yeah. are. Oh yeah, they're good. Uh, yeah, I get the I get the one. This one called um, yeah. Quick tangent, guys, because this is good for <laughs> system. Any, I guess, anyways. Tangents <laughs> are okay. But I get the, the there's these. Uh, yeah, tangents are good. No, the sietes. Siete. Um, siete chips. They're paleo. Yeah, and, and it's this it's this Mexican family that uh, I, I guess they had a member that couldn't eat grains anymore, and so they wanted to go paleo. They do all these paleo chips. They do grain free wow. um, paleo uh, tortillas. Ooh. They do salsas. Yeah, so and they're really that good sounds too. Good. Like they don't taste like yeah, they don't taste like like fake or anything. It's paleo. It's all real. Paleo. It's all real stuff. Like real ingredients. Mm-hmm. That that's it. There you go. Check. <laughs> mm. But anywho, so yeah, uh, really high in omega threes, right? That's what we want for the endocannabinoid system, not omega six. We don't want Doritos. We want siete chips. That's siete. the difference, right? So good to, siete, good. So you're gonna love that word for the rest of the show. I can already tell. That's your new word. That's your new word. Seven siete, <laughs> seven in Spanish. Uh, yeah, there you go. All right. So the the capsules. Okay. So the way I do this, if you don't have, if you're not gonna sit there and eat anchovies, or if you're not gonna eat sardines which i've done it's in the tough. past and they're actually not some the people in the world to be honest they're just kind of so gross it's weird tough. people like you like them but other people like like normal people like they, they right. don't like them they're just not i'm just kidding. it's so it's good i wish i wish i could enjoy right. them but i've tried it's eating gross. sardines man it, they they are not appealing they're salty and just ugh. you probably see me i did anchovies you, you get the can of anchovies i try i'm like oh let me try this and after I watching you trying them, Ryan, I'm like, oh, he loves these things. Let me try, and I'm like, oh god, it's gross. Like, but at the same time, it's got to be know. healthy for you. Anything that I feel like is not super healthy, it's got to be. You, and a, a can of sardines are, are is one of the healthiest, it's healthiest things you can uh, eat, minus the, the salt. But like the but, but you like like the omega threes and the protein. Mm. I mean, it is just so healthy for you, and and so that. You know, you get that. I used to eat those. I don't eat them as much anymore. Um, I use capsules, omega three capsules. Yep. You get those hemp seeds, walnuts, flax seeds, chia seeds, pasture raised eggs, opposed to the farm eggs. You want to try and make sure they're pasture raised because they do have more mm, omega three pasture when they're pasture raised. So it's that's like the important best too. Eggs you can yep. get. 
yeah, yeah, and, and just the chickens, you know, roaming around eating the fresh bugs and all yep. that stuff. Um, the uh, cacao nibs, <gasps> ooh, cacao, uh, those super are super tasty. They're like a super yes. food, super healthy, super tasty. Yep, and they also are very uh, compatible with your endocannabinoid mm. system. Beta carolophylline, beta carry. Remember beta carry? Our uh, our terpene yes. there. We talk about quite a bit. Um, beta carry is in so many things in your your pantry. We're talking cinnamon, mm. black pepper, cloves, oregano. Um, all of these are agonists to the CB2 receptor, so they, they bind and they activate this activate the CB2 receptor in your endocannabinoid system. That's all your immune part of your endocannabinoid system. So your immune system is going to be more primed for that purpose. So it, it's um, consider adding a lot more of those because that'll help your endocannabinoid system. I also uh, utilize curcumin, which is like turmeric, mm, right? That's super it, healthy. It's found in turmeric. I actually Tumeric? take two of those. Super healthy. We actually had, um, yep, and, and we've had. I, I know we've had guests on the show that actually have oh. in the past compared turmeric to CBD. the Hawaiian, and and so like these have been. Um, it was a Hawaiian yeah, guy. So, so these have been like these have been uh, shown to be almost just as effective as, mm-hmm. as CBD, right? And so um, that's why you know we want to add that, like the gummies. We want to like, or, or you can add. I have gummies in those. We can add to our diet, and then. Um, Maca root. A lot of people use maca root in the morning. That's been shown to break down, slow down the breakdown of your endocannabinoid hey, system. Hey, maca root. That in uh, a tea. That's maca root. That's right. Echinacea. A lot of. That's that's one of my kids' favorite songs. Nowadays, it won't be in five years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Such an involved song. Echinacea. It is. Echinacea is a activates the cb2 receptors um so that's another one very similar to maca root and curcumin you want to look at here and um remember we had uh uh we also in the past have have looked at the probiotics um as well and and how those help with basically priming your endocannabinoid system so that is another uh that is another option look at probiotics for your gut health which is ideal uh, because your endocannabinoid system is so prevalent in your gut. Mm-hmm. One thing that does not help with your endocannabinoid system, as far as eating goes, is alcohol. So don't eat omega-6. Don't eat alcohol. Don't drink alcohol. Those obviously are the, that, that actually impairs your signaling capabilities of the endocannabinoid system. So that makes sense. Alcohol, as much as it's compared to cannabis, has never had real any you know benefit to your system it seems there's so, one benefit even i think i just saw a study it, on sometimes that. it leads to a good a real yeah, a good sure time it's <laughs> <laughs> such a bad joke that's right that's, 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 it does but you're not wrong about that it definitely can do that mm-hmm. it's a real honest joke jack 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 with the honest jokes that's exactly what it is dude it's like yeah, alcohol is is not good for your endocannabinoid system. Also, not good for your life. Not yeah. too ironically. So, it's like, whatever. It's like I just drank it yesterday, so I'm not going to sit here and demonize <laughs> it. So, you know, it's like just everything in moderation, exactly. right? That's the key. <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and that's the thing. And I've talked about uh, right. And I've talked. I mean, I find that 
cannabis just helps me moderate my drinking, which I had a problem with in the past, right? But now I moderate the drinking. Drinking's enjoyable, yeah. right? You go out. You, I don't like drinking late at night because then I can't sleep. But like, I drink in the afternoon on the weekends. Like as you as you get right? like you feel really good I, by the end of the day. Mm, and I feel like as you get older, you yeah. like to drink earlier. Like I love day drinking. Like a brunch. Yeah, yeah, I, it's fun. Yeah, day drinking so much. Yes, so much better than you'd start drinking at night and you just can't yeah. sleep. You know, so it's like. It's, uh, I don't like it. I feel like you drink more, too. It's, um, uh, well, like, you could drink more, too, during the day. It depends on what you're doing. But then you're, like, because you're bored. You're bored, and you don't, you don't have things to do, and so you can just keep drinking. Well, I mean, if you're, like, a barbecue or, like, uh, like a tailgate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking that. I feel like that's what, that's That's a lot of people. But at the same time, yeah, you could be just not doing anything, too. I mean, it's all, whatever. But that's yeah, yeah. that's that's interesting. Though. So no, so definitely don't drink alcohol. Yeah. We know that, no, for sure. But we got we got um. Here's the other thing. I I think it's important because that's what you eat, right? Everyone's like, all right, so I eat this to 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 help my to help my internal systems be better. But what we don't think about are the things that you can do, also, right? There's things that you can do that also will make your endocannabinoid system healthier. And when your endocannabinoid system's healthier, you have healthier receptors. When you have healthier receptors, they're gonna grab onto that THC and just make you make your high a little bit more fun mm-hmm. next time, right? And a little bit more effective, right? And, and, and purposeful, right? So whatever it is that you're looking for, whether it's sleep, daytime, you know. So um, let's take a look at some of those activities. So physical fitness is, is huge. And, and one of the things that I was looking at when I was reading about this was that um, it's really important. I think this is so funny because this makes so much sense. It's important for your endocannabinoid system if you do physical f- physical activity that you like and that you don't find stressful or that you don't something that you don't dislike. So, for example, if you hate running mm-hmm. and if like you're like I'm gonna go for a run because I want to make my endocannabinoid system better, but you hate it and it's like. You're dying and like your feet hurt and like you haven't done like it's actually worse for your endocannabinoid system to do that. So your endocannabinoid system like would rather be like, why don't you just go swimming instead? Right. Or why don't you just like go for a walk or like go dancing or like do something gardening. Right. Something that is activity that you find enjoyable that your body can, you know, kind of latch onto and and take advantage of the physical activities. So it's important that you're active. It's just important that you do something that you enjoy, which is why socialization is actually a really important aspect to keep your endocannabinoid system primed. So healthy relationships where where you feel good and other people are helping you feel good and you're making other people feel good. It's like it's all part of, of that feel good hormone or endocannabinoid system uh, process that will will help your body be primed even further. So when, when that happens, your endocannabinoid system is further activated to um, to work, you know, to be better, essentially. So I just think it's so interesting how activities and diet, which is kind of unique, I feel like, in, in for, like, systems, usually, like, a system is just affected. Like, your cardiovascular system, I guess, is one of those, right? I don't know. Like, you, you have, like, the you have to run, but you also have to eat well, right, so you don't die. I mean... I guess your respiratory system, I guess, I guess they're all kind of like that. But your endocannabinoid system, like, if it's not primed, you'll have more plaque in your cardiovascular system, right? And, it, like, like, like that'll be because of what your body's, like, not really the capturing or what your body's releasing and, and the imbalance of that whole process. So it's so important that this is primed so the rest of your systems can be primed. So I found socialization is a big one. Um, obviously, other things we've talked about on here, Jack, like 
meditation, mm. yoga, massage, acupuncture, tai chi, mm. um, tai chi. Uh, you know, and then and then along with, yeah, and then along just like just enjoyable exercises and socialization. Those are just a lot of the things that they found were pretty helpful. So I thought um, that's really interesting because, again, we don't think about that type of stuff. But if you're not, like, moving at all and if you're not sweating, and this you and I have talked about this Absolutely. with the heavy speed ball. It doesn't have to be, like, a high-intensity interval workout. But, like, if, if you, like, if you're, if you're enjoying the movement that you're doing and you're kind of getting breath, you know, a little breathy when you're doing it, that, that, just a little bit. That's what you got to do every day just to keep your body primed, right? And it's so important. Absolutely. So, it's like the um, root to everything. Now, I was reading too. Like, I, I, it's yeah, a root to like everything. It's 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 all the shit your doctor yeah. told you. It's like all the things you eat, eat balanced food, exercise, right? But like, but no one understands how it affects you if it does. Like, but think about this. Think about if you love cannabis, like we all do, listening to this show, right? But then all of a sudden, your cannabis isn't as effective because you're not doing these other things that will make you feel better if you yeah. do, right? So, so like. It's it's crazy. Like so, this is where I think it's so important that you know it also changes the image and the stigma. If if, if people utilizing cannabis, not just high THC, but if they go out and they start doing these other healthy things, that is going to be a new stigma that will be put on this cannabis crowd in the way better way better stigma than what we've ever had yep. in the past, right? And Absolutely. what we deserve. And so it all ties, and it's really really interesting. So. One thing I want to say is, all right, essentially, Ryan and Jack, all right, so you've talked about all these things that, like, our doctor has told us, right? But, like, what about, like, the cannabis part of it, right? Like, what about, like, the, the, the actual, like, how do we change our actions with cannabis to make tolerance even more of, of an effective tool that we can have at our disposal, right? And so um, I was doing a little bit of research. Dr. Dustin Sulak, uh, we should see if we can get him on the show at some point, but he... um. He actually, I, I've read about him quite a few times, and he actually has a method that, what does he call it? It's called the Sulak Sensitization Protocol. Um, and, and so essentially what it is is you track your cannabis day one. pre pre You have six days, and you track your cannabis before, and then on day one you track mm. it again. Day two and three, you don't use cannabis at all. You don't use any cannabis day mm. two and three. And then what you're doing at the same time is you're, you're eating really well, you're exercising, yep. you're doing all the really good stuff your body really needs, right? And then on days four and six, you start reintroducing cannabis in a really tiny amounts, right? And um, then you start, you start feeling the effects of cannabis again. So I think that's, that's kind of what we've talked about on the show. This is like more of an official doctor uh, I guess provided solution right. to this uh, tolerance um, challenge that we all have. However, I still think it's important. Like I, I think THC is the reason why we do this, right? The, the desensitization of THC. It's a tongue twister, but um, there's no issue in my opinion. It seems with CBD. Mm -hmm. So my take is that if you want, I see no reason why using at least broad spectrum products um, or even full-spectrum high CBD products where it's super, super tiny amounts of THC. Mm. Um, just do that. I mean, you could do that, like vape it or, or take it in a gummy or tincture or whatever. And at the end of those two days, you go back to utilizing a high THC strain, you're going to feel it. Like I do this, I would say, just every, about every other week is during the week, Monday through Friday, I'm so busy. What I typically do is I don't, I don't do anything more than a one-to-one -one ratio. Right. 
usually, even at night, I'll just stick to a one-to-one ratio. And then on Friday or Saturday, you know, I'll get up in the morning and I'll have like a nice like sativa and I'll only use the THC. And that's just like a fun little, yeah, it's a fun little way to start the day. And it feels good because I'm, I'm now my, my receptors are back, right? So um, I can, you know, people would just assume, and I, there are points where I, you know, will use cannabis and I don't feel anything. And that's exactly when I know I got to like, dial it down yeah. a bit because i don't want to be in pain and then try and use cannabis and it won't work right like like i know that cannabis will always be effective as long as i keep my endocannabinoid system primed i'm not always too high and i keep my tolerance yep. low right absolutely so super important i think yeah sure really cool if you can down 300 milligrams of thc gummies right awesome good job but like <laughs> like can you feel like the 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 assistance otherwise right like and, and do you like spending that much money on that much cannabis it's like you know what i mean right. it's that that's how and again there there are probably people i'm sure that need that level that you know it's a different story for them i'm talking more about i, I think the, you know ptsd and like severe ptsd and cancer patients i think that's different i think what we're talking about is the regular users that have some issues but like for the most part cannabis is super effective and they don't need that much right and so it's those people that will end up using it recreationally on accident like more and more and more and more to the point where now cannabis in general isn't effective right so now you got to go up to two three hundred milligram doses which you don't really need because you don't have an issue you don't have an ailment that's really requiring that right you can just you can just go off or, or you know um you know just kind of wean off your thc for a week like we're talking about here and then come back on it and you're right back in it so i i think it's it helps with the money thing it, it helps with the efficacy of your medicine you feel better when you use cannabis um and i just you know i i think it's it's a new way that you know we have to start looking at it so you know personally I, you know it's just like anything it, it's like um i think you were talking about like too much of anything is about like you're talking about water i think the other week jack how water is like too much of that can kill people, yep. right? And it's like no different. It's not going to kill you, but it's no different than your tolerance here. Um, it's not going to be a good thing. So my my strategy, like I said, uh, just exactly like I like a sensitive endocannabinoid system, Jack. I, I try and stay balanced throughout the week and high CBD balanced throughout the week. And then on the weekends, I'll, I'll give it a little go and I'll have a little bit of fun. But But I find that by doing that, I have not had a cold since February of 2018. I have not been sick since then, um, and I always feel really good. I don't know, like 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 that's. I feel like you just use it in moderation, you know. And if you're not right now, and if you're just having tr- like you're just firing, just you got to do it. You just got to stop with the pen, put it down, <laughs> put the flower down. Or if you're having a hard time doing that, which I get, switch over to a high yep. CBD pen. Switch over to high CBD flower. And start there. Like, just smoke that stuff. And I get it. It's going to yeah. be different, but just and, do it. Right? And when you're at so, the restaurant, when you're sitting at that restaurant, when you're at uh, TGI Fridays, or uh, just kidding. It's TGI right. Fridays, even though like, I feel like they keep shutting those things out. You, you know, you're at your restaurant, <laughs> and you're sitting there, you're like, oh, geez, so many good things. I am so hungry. What am I going to order today? And you're looking at that delicious, delectable double cheeseburger with bake it in and you're like well that sounds good obviously the grease and the omega sixes you want to go get maybe oh, give yeah. the salmon a try i know it's like uh <laughs> i that's what i do i'm like i'm like do i want to live like what's gonna help me live longer this salmon here or this delicious cheeseburger like sure i'll eat the cheeseburger no. sometimes but 
if I'm out, usually I go for the salmon, and it's good. Like it's it's salmon's freaking delicious, man. It's like I, 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 it I is, enjoy it. it is. And I and listen, I love a burger too. So I I think it's really important that we all live happily at the right, same time. Course. But uh, but I yeah, what you're saying is is all truth, man. Like how many like, cheeseburgers you eat? Like, like how many cheeseburgers you eat in a year? And, I, but, and how but, many salmon pieces you of salmon a, you eat? In, you know. But you make a you make a good point. Like salmon is really tasty too, and like like I think like that's like what you got to consider is that like, you know, we're so used to. And I've I've been in these. You know, I, I used to be sixty pounds heavier than I am today, and and so like I used to eat really poorly, and I started realizing that healthy food can taste really mm-hmm. good too. Because not only does it taste good, and you get more of those flavors, but then you feel good afterwards, and and that's a big difference too. Is feeling better after you eat, opposed to feeling weighed down and like heavy yep. and like oh I'm stuffed, and that never feels good. And that was my entire life growing up. Mm. <laughs> that's my entire life. But you know, it's it is what it is. You live and you learn, and because I live like that, now and I you, can help other you people. You probably got like that, a you know? negative so. connotation of certain things too. Like oh man, that's probably it's nasty, or like you tried yeah. something as a kid when. I had, when I was a kid and I was like first grade or kindergarten, I tried spinach for the first time, threw it up. I'm like, well, I, it was like, it was oh, the yeah. stuff from the can. So I'm like, Bleh. I couldn't. And then I, I thought spinach was evil. I'm like, nah, never. Spinach is the worst. Now, I dude, spinach yeah. is great. Like you get the leafy spinach, you throw it in an omelet, you can put it in a smoothie. Yeah. It's a very versatile food and it's great. It's healthy. It's delicious. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, you, you, you kind of, we get things built in our mind. Fish too. Like I didn't want to eat fish as a kid. I'm like, Oh, yeah. I don't like fish. I don't like it. It's cause I had a piece of bony fish one time when I was a kid and it was like all bony. I'm like, Oh, fish is all bony. And how do people eat this? It's just, yeah, I had a bad piece of fish. Like I don't, people didn't make it right. I, I can't remember. It was like school, but like salmon, like when I go to a yeah. restaurant, there's no, there's no bone in it. Like it's. It, you eat good food, man. It makes a oh, huge yeah. difference when you eat really good food. Well prepared food is is the biggest difference 100%. right and it's like any yeah so, so you know us living in new york that's kind of a that's been a thing mm-hmm. so it's it's um that, that's been helpful to see that and and i don't know it, it's i think that's one thing also just you know it's important for people to do is getting out of your comfort and trying other foods too like i mean it's just that'll help with this whole endocannabinoid system thing and and i that's why i went paleo for years because i felt so much better it's not just that i use cannabis like we talk about on the show we talk about this that i don't you and i just don't use cannabis we we add healthy habits as well into our routine but it's cannabis that has kind of helped keep a lot of those habits intact right and i think that is the important part is you keep the momentum you keep the good the good mood, the good mind, the healthy body to allow you to keep mm-hmm. going, right? And that's kind of what helps. So, no, nah, man, I, I love this topic. I think it's such a it, it's 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 a such a core like like I think it's like just a cornerstone of cannabis um, maintenance, right? Cannabis use maintenance. Like you, you have to know how to deal with your tolerance and how to how to maintain a, a, a healthy tolerance. So you, cannabis can continue to be effective for you and i think that's just i've said that a bazillion times throughout the show but it's so easy for people to not think cannabis is effective any longer just simply because tolerance issues so i love this man um i hope you know for you out there listening you know if 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 this is uh your first time i I think for a lot of people this could be their first time listening to us because they are going to be maybe just searching cannabis intolerance and um, if this is your first time, you know, take a listen to some of the other stuff we got out there. 
Um, definitely, you know, there's more to it than just what we're talking about today. But I want to thank all of you guys Woo! for swinging on here, as always. And we keep getting, like, awesome write-ins from everybody. And, and I just want to say, like, some of these stories are just really cool. So... Uh, that we're that we're getting from you guys, and just want to do a shout. I think CJ recently wrote into us with some uh, some praise, and I really 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 appreciate it, man. Um, just sharing your story as well, and uh, there's a few others on here. I'll have to go back and look, but um, yeah, you guys are 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 awesome. We love you guys, and uh, just sharing the good word. Cannot you thank you rock. enough um, because obviously it's working, man. We're, a lot of people are, are reaching out to us, and just really just to tell us what we or do this for like letting us know how we're yeah how we're helping and that we want to hear more of it and what we can do so exciting right it's one of the most exciting things getting a message from you guys like we really do love it like it's so cool because we like you know you're like oh you know i'm having you know this helped me or i'm having this situation it's like you know it's there's nothing like it we really love like doing this for you guys with you guys and and you know it's just it's really cool so just keep sending your stuff we'll we'll answer we'll help we'll or we'll you know we'll use your situation we'll research it we'll you know bring it up on the show we're just stoked stoked especially we're, we're in a great place right now in this industry like everything's changing like things are coming legal there's a lot of problems still don't get me wrong a lot of bs going on you know um but at the same time it, we are going in a good direction so staying positive yeah and i love what you, it's a, just kind of what jack said if, if any of you guys are out there and if you're trying to find answers on something we do not have all the answers but what i love doing is trying to find them so uh you guys are really great at this just let us know like what topics if we haven't touched on them yet that you'd like to hear a little bit more about and uh we are happy to dig into our resources dig into our contacts yeah. to you know, put something together and, and you know, help you guys out. And if out we and, can't, you know, and none of that works, we got this eight ball over here. You just shake it up and it gives you all kinds of great answers. <laughs> so we could just use that too. <laughs> yeah, the eight ball. The eight ball, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to go back to that if needed, right? All this stuff just goes. Yeah. No, maybe not. Who knows? Who knows what happens in the next few uh, years of cannabis research? You may have to go to an eight ball. I don't know, Jack. But, but anyways, well, Jack, that's all I got. Thank I want to thank everybody for the chit chat here we had today. If you guys are still hanging on towards the end, thank you guys so much, Jack. Any anything else you think keep you on want? It. You know, you they know, should know. Keep remember, on it. Do you remember that cat like uh, that cat poster in like grade school? With, like hang in there. It's like you, ever, you know what I'm talking about? It's so random, I know. Yes, yes. I, that right. cat looks so. That cat. That thing stressed me out. I felt awful for that cat because it's just so. It's like, it's a, the cat was always just hanging on. You look your entire out. life. All through yeah, high school. Hang in there. Yeah. Thanks for hanging in there, guys. Hang so just there. I don't know. Random. When he said that, I thought of the cat poster. Hang on. Hang in there. But thanks for hanging in there. We appreciate you guys. Find us on at the Cannabis C on Instagram, the Cannabis and the Letter C. Um, email us at the Cannabis and the Letter C at gmail.com. Um, we are on the YouTube, uh, the Cannabis Kind of Sore podcast, all one big word on YouTube. We need to, um, yeah, uh, we need to post some more videos there. We're working on it, but uh, <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, keep rocking out. See you guys next week. Have a good one. Stay safe. Stay elevated. Peace. I've seen endless wonders that I barely could believe. I've seen all the 
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.